It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If Tomlin said, I understand I'm not analytically inclined enough right now. I'm going too much for my gut. And here's my two-year plan to get – I don't want to be disruptive. I don't want to overcompensate. But here's my two-year plan to get more analytical. I'd be like, Tomlin, keep him, baby. I would uh, be ahead of the parade. It's just I get no sense that Tomlin in any way is changing his process you're listening to Fox Sports Radio. And we start with the biggest reality show going in the league. That would be the Pittsburgh Steelers. They were eliminated from the playoffs and playoff contention on Sunday. And now a report from The Athletic says Antonio Brown's absence from Week 17's game against Cincinnati was not due to an injury, but in fact for disciplinary reasons as he had a little bit of an altercation and a disagreement with Ben Roethlisberger at practice last week, allegedly threw a football at the feet of Roethlisberger, left practice, did not participate in the walkthroughs on Saturday. Thus, more drama in the Steel City. Well, first off, I'm making Big Ben the favorite in that fight. <laughs> good reach. He's got a good reach advantage. <laughs> yeah. I, I... <laughs> Listen, I'm going to approach this in a whole different way. I am a Steelers fan. I'll say that in the present tense, but I'm much less of a Steelers fan than I used to be just in the last five years. You know, some of it, I was talking to Colin Cowherd about this on a pod recently. You know, some of it is when you're 35, you know, so I'm in my mid-40s. When you're 35, you're pretty much, hey, you can, hey, look, Brady's older than me. Oh, you know, so Breeze. And then 
the time comes where no one, I don't even, <laughs> I don't even think the Colts kicker, Vanateri's 47. <laughs> so to me, it's a situation where just it kind of makes sense you're going to relate less to the players because even though world-class professional athletes are going to be different than me, regardless of the age I am, now there's the difference of culture, there's the difference of uh, generations, there's a difference of athleticism and the focus on the physical side of life. And ultimately, how can you be a huge fan of a team if you're not fans of the players? I mean, the, the old line is laundry, right? You're rooting for laundry. So, Jonas, let me ask you. You're the voice of the fans on Straight Out of Vegas. Who's the – of all major American sports – He's going to give us a WNBA team. Who do you like best as a fan? What team do you root for the most? Oh, the L.A. Sparks. I mean, clearly that would be the uh, – uh, no, uh, I would say that I root for the most. Growing up, rooting for the Chicago Bears was my team growing up. I'm asking today. Today? Today. I try and stay away from it, honestly. Yeah, I, I don't so – you, you don't root for any – why, you think that gives you like a journalistic distance? Yeah, I think so. Wow. See, to me, I think you've got to, as long as you admit being, I mean, look at obviously Bill Simmons is a great example, right? He admits to being a Boston sports fan and everyone in, enjoys the passion. I guess your passion's for the dollars, though. Well, I just, I think it's it's a better perspective. Like, you're one of the rarities because you can be critical of your team. There are people out there who still do sports radio or sports television. They don't have it in them to take away their biases to in order to look at it objectively. Well, listen, when, to me, it's all about the green, right? If it's, it's easier when there's money on the line, right? Anything is, I think, when it comes to discipline. We've all heard, and probably most of us have participated in weight loss bets. You usually do pretty well when it's 100 bucks a pound. Right? <laughs> it, it's those next six months. Now, I'm not saying I'm speaking from experience, but perhaps. I'm R.J. Bell straight out of Vegas. And to me, how can you look at this Steelers team and think to yourself, boy, I would really like to hang out with this fellow. Like, who on the team is that guy? Now, I get it. It'd be fun to have dinner with any of them just for the novelty of it, for oh, asking questions. Big Ben, what were you thinking when you threw the ball to Holmes in the Super Bowl? I get all that. But on day 10, on day 20, these are people, or maybe a better way, a lot of listeners out here are parents, who would you want your kid to emulate, to try to be like? And I get it. We can talk to Will Blue about Tomlin's underperformance, and I think that's a heck of a conversation. But to me, this feels like the chicken when it comes to the – or this feels like the egg which, which spawns the chicken in that if you can't even in a must-win game – Focus on that game. It's one thing if you go to the Raiders in Oakland and you're not sure what the stakes are, right? Yeah, you want to win every game. But when it's a must-win game against the Bengals and you're tied in the fourth quarter against Jeff Driscoll, boy, to me, it's hard to imagine anyone really wanting their kids to emulate any of these players. Again, I, I know there's the left tackle. He was in the, uh, the service and all that. I totally respect that. I'm not saying there's not individual players. And I don't know enough about all the players. I, just collectively, my ability to appreciate and want to emulate these players has gone down significantly in the last five or ten years. Now, what's the cause of that? 
I don't know. Because I think it's too easy to say it's millennials. Every generation looks at the generations that come after and they say, oh, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're lazy. They don't read enough. They don't, you know, I can't believe you like that Elvis Presley fellow, right? I mean, it happens every generation. I think it's too easy. And maybe in hindsight, we're going to look foolish saying, oh, this is problematic. But I tell you this, I know in sports, the goal is to win. And I can't imagine how these actions help a team's chance of winning. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Here is a list of the NFL teams with more than two straight playoff appearances. Forget buys. Just make the playoffs. All right, so four teams get a buy. 12 teams make the playoffs. So in theory, it's triple as easy or so to just make the playoffs, right? Okay. Patriots have made the playoffs 10 straight. Chiefs four straight. And mm, that's it. <laughs> NFL teams with more than two straight playoff appearances. Patriots 10, Chiefs 4, and no other team. So here's what I know. I so appreciate the savvy of a lot of the Fox Sports Radio guys, others on other stations also, calling Cowherd's a personal friend. But when you come on and you're questioning Belichick, oh, he should have given Brady more of this. Or he should have punted here. Just stop. Just stop. You have no idea the level this guy's working at. And this isn't, oh, I, I mean, think about throughout the ages. Go back in history. So in the, let's say the 90s, if we would have debated who was the best coach. And again, Jimmy Johnson would have been in the conversation. Uh, Bill Walsh, I guess, would have still been in the conversation. No, right? Bill Walsh. Oh, he would have been what? Eight, 80s, what? yeah. Well, I know he was mainly in the 80s, but... Nah, he just coached at Stanford in the 90s. Well, that's true enough. All right, so if you think about the conversations about who, you know, Chuck Noll, obviously, in the 70s, uh, Madden, you would have had a discussion about, Tom Landry, you would have had a discussion. I mean, every decade, you very fairly would have three or four uh, coaches. You would say, uh, you know, Bill Parcells, you know, obviously, in the 90s would have been in the discussion. Marv Levy. Would have been yeah, yeah. In there. I mean, yeah. that's ironic to say in yeah. that, you know, if he had just won four more games, he'd be at, right. on Mount Olympus, right? So who's in the discussion with Bill Belichick? I mean, Andy Reid's the only one that just got fired that the idiots on Twitter are talking about how he's so dumb in his, when he calls his timeouts. And then who's after that? Literally, who is that? Sean Payton? Yeah. I mean, come on. This, I mean, listen, Sean Payton's great, right? I'm not, I'm not saying Andy Reid's not great. I'm saying Belichick has lapped the field, especially in this age of if you don't have high draft choices, it's hard with the hard cap to keep winning. The fact that they keep winning, the Patriots, to me, is one of the most amazing stories. And I think you, because listen, you could say Tom Brady is key, and you're so right. But Tom Brady's no better than Aaron Rodgers. Tom Brady, you could go back with the best quarterbacks. At, you know, to, if anything, you could make the case Peyton Manning was better than Tom Brady if you just looked at the throws. If you had no re- on a per play basis, Peyton Manning, in my opinion, better than Tom Brady. So there's four, just like every other decade with coaches, there's four or five 
quarterbacks this century, you could say, are right there interchangeable. Drew Brees is right in the conversation. There's one person, there's one area that he's there and there's no one even in second, and it's Belichick, and you've got to give him the lion's share of the credit, and it's amazing that in this down year, with all the critiques from the talk radio geniuses, Belichick is one of the four teams again to get a buy. Guys, from the best coach in the NFL to teams looking for their next coach in the NFL, the Browns and Packers already made firings earlier this season. Black Monday hit, and the Jets, Broncos, Dolphins, Cardinals, Bengals, and Buccaneers are all in the market for a new head coach. One of the things I'm most proud of about Straight Out of Vegas, about our podcast, my Twitter account at RJ in Vegas, is I get so many people telling me we don't even bet or I don't even bet, but I love to hear the way Vegas thinks. So when there's these league-wide kind of moves, like all of these coaches being fired, I like to say here's how I would approach it. Here's how I think, speaking for Vegas, would approach it. I think that there's two – you can look at each side of this, each extreme, and be too quick. So one thing is, hey – We're in a six-hour news cycle. Hey, it's old news the next day kind of society, social media, Twitter, et cetera. And all of a sudden, if you don't win right away, you're out the door. And to me, I think there's just too much of that. Now, looking at these coaches, Wilkes, first-year coach. uh, Joseph, what, second-year coach? Yep. Right? And so those would be like the ones you would say. And let's use Wilkes as an example. A first-year coach coach getting fired and talk is Patricia might be fired. Now I I don't have any inside information on that, but it could be a second first year coach in this case with the lines. I personally think typically that's going to be too fast. Okay. But here's the distinction in poker and sports betting. We always talk about results versus process. What, you know, and I know that the 76ers, have kind of put a stink on that phrase, you know, the idea of trust the process. But there's some truth to it. And Hanky was a hedge fund guy, a very analytical, or is, was a very analytical guy. And that's kind of the point. When I'm playing poker and I get all the money in and my opponent has two outs, he has a 4% chance to beat me. Well, let me tell you, give me 96, you take four, we can put all the money you want in the middle. All right. And if you win, I'm going to make sure I smile because I want you to keep doing what you're doing. Right. <laughs> so to me, the trick is the trick is to ask yourself, is this just results or is this process? Now, we can't judge. We have no idea what's going on in Arizona. But what I know is this. If they said, oh, look at our one loss record. It's not good. Our fans are mad. Bye bye. That's a mistake. But if you look at the process, if Arizona did and said, okay, this Wilkes, the process is not heading us in the right direction, then to me, you can fire someone after a week. I mean, if you see, I know what wins and you're not doing it, that's what a job interview is. right? By definition, you're making an assessment, what, in a couple hours knowing someone. Why? Because you've got a few ideas as the boss who's hiring what it is that leads to winning, that leads to success. If you don't see that in the interview, you don't hire the person. Well, you certainly can see more of that, that it's either there or lacking in a year. Mm-hmm. So on one hand, I think there is that default, oh, let's take the long view. But if the process is wrong, 
I think it's a situation where the quicker you can fire him, the better. That's why, finally, when I look at the Steelers, I think, boy, if Tomlin said, I understand I'm not analytically inclined enough right now, I'm going too much for my gut, and here's my two-year plan to get – I don't want to be disruptive. I don't want to overcompensate. But here's my two-year plan to get more analytical. I'd be like, Tomlin, keep him, baby. I would uh, be ahead of the parade. It's just I get no sense that Tomlin in any way is changing his process when it comes to making these decisions. Now, the Steelers might assess we like continuity and he's so good at other areas. Fine. But there's an example. If it was just Grain Tomlin on his analytics, I would say, how many more years are you going to give him? Because he's doing nothing to change. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. It's a mistake. The Ohio State Buckeyes and the Washington Huskies will kick off tomorrow at 5 p.m. Eastern time, 2 o'clock Pacific. Right now, RJ, on pregame.com, Ohio State is a six-and-a-half-point favorite. That's a key number, six-and-a-half versus seven. All right, Brad, here's my question to you. My case is, let's, let's, let's get the side set. On my side, I'm saying, you know, Meyer, this being his last game, may or may not be an advantage. I think you could debate both sides of it, but I don't think the case can really be made that it's some kind of gigantic advantage. Now, if you want to try to debate that, we can. But let me just ask you, let's just get some simple, objective, factual numbers out there. Washington, Ohio State, before Urban Meyer, and there was days and days this was up before the announcement, correct? What was the line an hour before Urban Meyer's retirement announcement? Ohio State was like a a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Okay. And then what was the line a day or two after the announcement? About six. Six, six six-and-a-half, right? Six, six six-and-a-half, yeah. Okay. Now, here's the question. Can you make the case, because I'm not sure how you can like Ohio State otherwise, because you do, you like Ohio State. How can you make the case that the four and a half wasn't the best bet of a lifetime, but you like it still at six and a half, unless somehow Urban Meyer retiring is some big factor? Yeah, I mean, looks like it was. When you start with, yeah, I mean. Yeah, well, (laughs) look, I'm in the Ohio State corner here. It's about the other factors for me. The Urban Meyer factor. So then you, at four and a half, you would have been like, did you make your biggest bet? Of I the have year? my biggest bets on the year on the Buckeyes at four and a half. At four and some other numbers. Okay, so so yeah. higher and higher numbers. Yes. So what do you think the Urban Meyer factor is? Just that one in a vacuum. A point, point and a half. So you think it is an advantage? I do think it's an advantage. Well, Joe, let me ask you, Jonas. You uh, are. Uh, it feels like you have more kind of the mentality of the players. You understand very well. I think. If you're a senior and you're going out with your coach, I get it, right? Or if you're leaving for the NFL. But every other player on the team, Urban Meyer walked in, shook the mom's hand, shook the dad's hand, broke bread, and said, I'm going to make your boy a man, and I'm going to take him to the finish line. Whatever the goals were, education, football, whatever, I'm going to take your boy to the finish line. How could those players, how can the freshmen, sophomore, and juniors feel good about the capricious decision-making, did you hear Urban Meyer when he said, well, you know, if we didn't beat Michigan, I wouldn't have retired. Did you hear that? I did not hear that. He did say that. You heard that, right, Jonas? I did not hear that. Wow. Yes. 
All right. So let's set that aside. I'll pull it up on the commercial break. What do you do? You feel like these players are all anxious to to to, to come out fight for this guy who's leaving them? It would be different if he was leaving for another job because he's retiring. I think it's a different conversation. How many times is this guy going to retire? I, I know. Look, but I think. Do you think that- anyone believes that? How much would you? How's this sound? Would you bet me ten thousand at even money right now? Ten thousand dollars minimum bet. That Urban Meyer will never coach again. Oh hell no. So who's you think these kids are idiots? No, but I think in the moment it's a rallying around Urban. Uh, They see the images of him on the sideline. He looks like uh, he lost three vertebrae. He looked fine. He looked fine after they were dominating Michigan. Of course, of course. Uh, Yeah, and he played it up pretty heavily. But I just think if you were leaving for another job, I could see an fu mentality. It'd be even worse. I agree. I agree. So. All right, so again, no, I have not been convinced on Urban. Make the case otherwise for the Buckeyes. Well, during the update, we heard that the, the revenge of the Pac-12, the Pac-12 just won a couple bowl games today, didn't cover those bowl games, and now the run stands for the Pac-12. Last three years in bowl games, 2-18 and 18 against the spread. Wow, now think about that. The spread is what's expected. And 20 games from the Pac-12 the last three years, they've fallen short of expectation 18 of the 20. 18 of the 20. Wow. So generally speaking, Pac-12 is overrated. Washington, obviously the champion of that conference. You look at the Buckeyes, and you saw that the advantages the Buckeyes had over a similar style team, Michigan. Really conservative offense, defense for the most part of the season. Keeps everything in front of them. Doesn't allow anything beat. Washington has not seen a team of this caliber, team speed, probably since the opener. Team speed, you think, is the key. <laughs> I know it's – look, this is going to be No, no I was just a, saying because I, I don't think you enunciated that. I'm, I'm hearing you. Team, team speed. speed. And if anything is proven in the college football playoffs, the gaps between the teams that have it and don't is getting wider speed and wider. Speed kills. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.